Hello, and welcome to the Rothwell Center for Teaching and Learning Excellence podcast. Our mission here at RCTLE is to empower faculty members in their pursuits of professional growth through diverse offerings for the universal goal of student success. Each episode will offer insight into best teaching practices, new resources, and interesting people here at Embry-Riddle Worldwide. We hope you will find our show to be helpful and enlightening. Happy listening. Today, we are speaking with Alex Reister and Megan Velez, both full-time faculty members with the College of Arts and Sciences, and they've joined forces to start working on Vector, or you guys have been working on Vector, but that's what we're going to talk about today. How are you guys doing today? Great. How are you, Caitlin? I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself, Alex? Of course. Hey, everyone. I am Alex Reister. And to know a little bit more about me, I am currently in the dissertation stage of my PhD program. Um, my PhD is in, or will be in, text and technology from the University of Central Florida. And I hold one master's degree in English. And with that degree, I started working at Embry-Riddle in 2014 with the College of Arts and Sciences. And I actually was finishing up a second MA in communication. And I had previous teaching experience in all kinds of communication and composition and humanities courses at a couple of different institutions in Florida before coming to Embry-Riddle. And I'm really passionate about my research and my volunteer experience, uh, which really intersect around communication for social change. And right now I am really passionate about human trafficking awareness. I live in Orlando, Florida, and human trafficking is a major issue. And with my volunteer experience and volunteer work in that area, uh, I'm serving as the president of the Junior League of Greater Orlando. It is a women's civic leadership organization, and we have a role in human trafficking awareness in Orlando. And since March 2019, I have been just so honored and thrilled to work alongside Megan Velez with Vector, and I have served as the interim director of Vector. Awesome. You have a lot of great experience. Can you tell us a little bit about how you ended up at Embry-Riddle? Absolutely. And so I was looking for a position that really allowed me to merge all of those degrees and interests, right? So one master's in communication, one master's in English, and the research uh, interest in um, communication for social change. And so coming to Embry-Riddle, I was so excited for the Bachelor of Science and Communication program and really making sure that Embry-Riddle students have the opportunity to learn communication skills outside of a program, right? And so it was inspiring to me to come to the Department of Humanities and Communication to be able to build some really cool courses like our um, speech course and our business communication course. And so I've been really, really excited about the opportunity with Vector to grow student communication skills outside of the classroom. That's awesome because these STEM students still need communication skills, writing skills. That is super important. And Megan, I want to ask you the same exact question. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and also how you ended up at Embry-Riddle? Yes, so I'm Megan Velez. I've been fortunate to be the assistant director for Vector alongside Alex since March 2019. I hold a PhD, very recent PhD. I just defended over this summer. 
Congratulations. In rhetoric and composition. Thank you. My PhD is in rhetoric and composition from Florida State University. And I actually started working at Embry-Riddle in 2018 when I was working on my dissertation. And I started working at Embry-Riddle because I knew that First of all, I wanted to be in this area geographically, but more importantly, I had been teaching online since 2016 and became really interested in online communication pedagogy and how we can reach students who are physically at a distance from us through really effective teaching and learning strategies in the area of communication. And like Alex, I'm a builder. So I was really excited to learn about all of the initiatives that were starting around the time that I joined the team, including Vector. And I knew that there was this plan for a communication center and that it was going to encompass student support. Um, my background is in writing centers. And so I knew that that was a thing that I would love to just get, you know, my hands in and start building. But I was also really interested in the teaching support aspects of Vector. And that's one of the things that I think Alex and I have had just a great time collaborating on in the past uh, almost two years. So my background, like I said, is in communication and writing centers, some writing program administration background, and digital rhetoric. So I'm really interested in the ways that people communicate online. And I've been really fortunate to develop a new course for Embry-Riddle on the history of communication technologies, which just launched this term. So cool. I'm able to, yeah, it's so fun. Um, so I'm able to use some of that interest in communication and technology in just a variety of ways, including my professional service. So right now I'm serving as an executive board member for an organization called GSOL, which is the Global Society of Online Literacy Educators. You know, that focus in online communication, it's always important, but super important now, just the state of the world and so much is happening with online education. So I think that this is a good time to be focused on that. Can you tell us a little bit about Vector and how it got started? Absolutely. So Vector was a College of Arts and Sciences strategic initiative, and it actually emerged out of some brainstorming sessions that took place when our dean, uh, Dr. Susan Ganter, arrived in 2017. And we were in that uh, brainstorming session over a couple of days all together in person in Daytona Beach, really thinking about how industry professionals rank communication skills as critical, how uh, just communication is so drastically changed in the digital age. We wanted to make sure that we were providing students with a space to continue to learn and improve and practice and grow those communication skills. And we as a college felt really, really confident about the communication courses that we offer through our Department of Humanities and Communication. But we thought that there was just a need for some additional student support when students were in other classes, not in our communication classes, right? And so as we uh, mentioned earlier, Megan and I were just really honored to sort of take the lead on the Vector Initiative starting in March. So um, I'll kick it over to Megan and she'll tell you a little bit more about Vector's mission and how we do support students. Yes, so the first thing I'll do is break down what VECTOR stands for, the acronym. It's a long one, but it stands for Virtual Environment for Communication, Teaching, Outreach, and Research. And that encompasses really our, our three-pronged approach, our three-pillar approach to support 
supporting students as well as faculty in teaching, learning, and research related to all forms of communication. Of course, that includes writing and speaking, but it also includes visual and digital communication, which are just becoming increasingly important um, as we do more and more communicating online. So to execute this mission, we have three pillars, and we used to call them arms and legs and wings, and we settled on pillars as uh, sort of uh, how we execute our mission. So the first is our student support pillar. That's the one that I think people normally associate the initiative with, and that's our virtual communication lab. And that's my main sort of role as the assistant director is to oversee that virtual communication lab. And its mission is to provide support for written, spoken, visual, and digital communication for students through one-on-one and small group tutoring, through workshops, and through online resources that students can access at any time. We also have our teaching support pillar. And the mission of that is to support faculty in teaching in all of those areas of communication, written, spoken, visual, digital, no matter what kind of modality they're teaching. And if they're teaching face-to-face, which no one really is right now, but if they're teaching online, AC synchronous classes or hybrid classes through Zoom, Eagle Vision. Um, we want to support them to teach effective communication practices and pedagogies. And we do that through workshops and online resources and programming. And our last but not least pillar is our research pillar. And the goal of that is just for Vector to serve as a place for communication research to thrive. And we want to support faculty across disciplines in providing a communication lens to their research, but we also want to be a leader in communication research itself. So I think I'm really lucky to work with Alex, who has that more social science comm background, and I've got sort of the rhetoric English background, and I've been really just thrilled with how we've been able to bring those two together in research just in such a short time. I think it's great that Vector is so versatile. It is not just a writing center, or so it seems. You guys have really encompassed supporting every aspect of the university, whether that be students or instructors. And it's not just writing, you know, it's digital communications, it's presentations. And I think that that's really, really impressive. And I think that goes above and beyond what I have personally seen other universities do with their communication labs. So just to kind of get a little bit deeper into it, in addition to writing, which I think many people know that a communication lab would help with writing. So in addition to help with writing, how else does Vector support students? I can start us off with this one, but I do just want to say that we love you forever for saying it's not just a writing center. Because that that is a pretty common misconception, right? Is that Vector can only help students with writing. And of course, we're happy to help students with any writing project that they're working on. And we're happy that faculty are excited for that form of support. But um, we do support student communication in a very broad sense. So that's that's very just core to our mission. As I said before, our um, my main role is overseeing that virtual communication lab. And so that includes training our fabulous tutors, some of whom have backgrounds in working in writing or other tutoring centers, some of whom are faculty in the humanities and communication department, fabulous adjunct faculty. But we do have that sort of broad sense of communication in our training program as well. So we are ready to help students with whatever it is they're working on related to communication. We have students who come in to work on presentations or, you know, just 
elevator pitches for their personal sort of research or projects that they're working on, um, portfolios, personal websites, all of these things, we try to really be supportive for all of all of those aspects of communication. And we also offer workshops related to communication. So we just offered one last Saturday on accessing instructor feedback in Canvas, which you may not immediately associate with the role or the mission of a communication center. But what we found is that those kinds of how do I find this button in Canvas or how do I access this really important resource from my instructor using our learning management system is so integral to student success, particularly in the area of communication where they may be getting feedback on an assignment that's holistic and they need to use that to revise, right, and turn in a new draft or use that feedback to move forward with the next project. Um, so we see that kind of support for just navigating the digital environment as really integral to our mission as well. I just feel like it's awesome that you're approaching it from every step of the education, whether it's something small like accessing feedback. We assume that these students come into our university already knowing how to apply that constructive criticism to their work, but they might not necessarily know how to do that. I think it's great that students just have a place to go to get that support that they need without feeling like, why don't I know already know how to do this? Well, Caitlin, I was going to add one more thing to yeah. um, one other just additional piece that I think is important for students and faculty to know is that Vector has that teaching support pillar. And so we are also able to support faculty in teaching communication to students if they are not communication experts. And so we actually have a Vector faculty resources site built out in Canvas. And that site has some really great resources for faculty. And they include things like the recordings from our um, last academic year 1920s workshop series. And faculty can sort of review those workshops, look at the slides, sometimes take some additional documents that we've provided. Everything from sort of teaching mini presentations in your classrooms to helping students with discipline-specific writing through genre analysis. And if you are a faculty member listening to the podcast and you're interested in just some great support for student communication in your classroom, please, please, please reach out to us, reach out to Megan, reach out to me, and we can enroll you in that Vector Faculty Resources site because that's another just really great way to support our students. Yeah, and that's definitely a message we want to push out because here at RCTLE, obviously, we're in the business of supporting our faculty as much as we can. We are their, their support arm. <laughs> so I will definitely be linking that and we'll be making sure that our website has all of those resources for our instructors because, again, we have so many great content experts coming into the university, but you're right. They might not be an expert in communication like you had mentioned and communicating with students specifically, unless you've had that background in pedagogy, you might not know that. So I think that's really awesome that we have a place to send them that has comprehensive resources to help. I have looked through the website and you guys have so many resources. It is super impressive. You can go and just find out anything, find good information, even if they, the students don't want to join a face-to-face -face session. You have a lot of resources that are available to them all of the time. So what are some key resources you want faculty to share with their students? Since you have so much available, what do you think are those most important things that they can be passing along? I think the most important thing that faculty can pass along to their students right now is just that the virtual communication lab exists, right? That 
there are a multitude of ways that Vector and specifically the VCL can support their students, whether that's attending a face-to-face, -face, you know, synchronous in Zoom uh, tutoring session or a workshop or just seeking out those online resources. That's our, our main sort of push right now is, is getting that message out, getting the VCL sort of under students' noses in as many ways as possible. And to have that positive reinforcement from faculty is really, really important. So we, we hope that the resource is framed as a thing that's sort of an, an integral part or a crucial part of everybody's sort of toolkit for success, right? Not just a place that students go who are bad at writers or who are bad at giving presentations or who have bad grammar. We want this to be framed as a, a resource or a, a service that is for good communicators that helps us get even better, right? And as a practice space and as a an environment where everybody benefits. And so I think that's the most important thing that we would ask faculty to share. And of course, we would ask faculty to keep in mind that broad range of communication that we see as part of our mission, right? Not just writing, but also speaking and visual and digital presentations or communication as well. So yeah, since we're new, we just launched in October 2019. That's our main sort of initiative right now. As Alex mentioned, our Vector Faculty Resources site in Canvas has a lot of resources for faculty to support teaching communication in their classes. And we do have an area of that Canvas site dedicated to providing faculty with language on how to promote the VCL, um, either through announcements or or in their feedback on students' written assignments of their presentations. So we can try to integrate that with um, just sort of a consistent messaging. That's helpful that you provided that communications for them. They don't even have to come up with what to say in their <laughs> announcements. I also uh, wanted absolutely. to say that I really loved that you said it's a practice space because you're right, it shouldn't just be for people who are bad at writing or consider themselves to be bad at writing. Everybody can get better and we need a place to practice and a place to practice where we're not, you know, we're being helped. We're not like being judged. Uh, I think that's really important. And I would say too, just knowing because the VCL, the Virtual Communication Lab, did just launch in October 2019. We haven't even yet hit our one-year anniversary, our, our birthday yet. And so I think sort of understanding the resources that are available in the VCL, that's really helpful for faculty so that they can share the VCL with students in different ways, right? And so, of course, we have our free tutoring services that people may immediately associate with sort of one-to-one -one tutoring. But we also have small group tutoring. And so if you have a group project like a presentation or an essay, which can be super, super tricky, the VCL can help your small group, which is awesome. And I also think it's important to know that the virtual communication lab is bigger than tutoring alone, right? So as Megan mentioned, there are workshops on really, really important and relevant communication topics that can help students. And then there are also standalone online resources in the area of communication that students can look up at any time at three o'clock in the morning, right? And so I, I would just put out a call to faculty too, since we are new, if faculty members are noticing that students need resources that the Vector Virtual Communication Lab doesn't have right now, reach out to us, right? Megan and I are always looking for feedback since we're still in our first year we want to make sure we continue to grow so that we can support faculty supporting our students. I think I'll just add one last thing onto that too. And 
that's that we are kind of constantly soliciting feedback from faculty as well as students. So every time we give a workshop, we ask students what other workshops should we be doing? And so one of the things I'm really pleased about is that this academic year, we've been able to start growing our workshop series to incorporate some of that feedback we got from students. So Alex mentioned group projects. We're giving a workshop later this term on collaborating with a group. And it's going to be a collaborative workshop given by three of our fabulous tutors. And so they're going to talk about those strategies for collaborating, especially if you're at a distance. So I, I want to just reemphasize that not only do we want that feedback, we want to implement that feedback as quickly as we can to, so that we're being responsive to student and faculty needs. I just feel like there's something for everybody and the help is available if they want it and it's easy and it's free. Nothing. Yes. I just, it's so, it's mind blowing to me that there's like one-to-one -one tutoring that you don't have to pay for. So if we're beginning with the end in mind from like an instructor's perspective, I feel like some of our instructors might want to know what are some of the things that these students are reaching out about the most? So this is actually something that we are kind of constantly monitoring as we go through our records and our appointment data and something that I try to check in with our tutors every time we have a staff meeting. I think that we definitely see a really broad range of questions that students ask us. First of all, we see everybody from first year students in English 106 and 123 all the way to graduate students working on their capstones, which is really encouraging because it suggests that everyone is on board with this. Sometimes students just want to talk through their assignment prompt with a tutor and just wrap their minds around the task being asked of them. Some students are really just they, they want to be reassured that they understand their instructor's expectations or the course expectations, right? And so they just, they bring in the assignment sheet. They don't have anything mapped out yet. They haven't even picked a topic. They just want to talk to us about the assignment itself to feel a little bit more confident about getting started. And we're happy to do that. Other times, students come to us thinking they need help with one specific thing, like grammar, because that's a word that they're familiar with related to communication and writing, or organization or flow are other words that I think students um, have heard before related to communication. And so they put that in their uh, little appointment form. This is what I want to work on today. Or APA, right? We know that students are constantly being evaluated on APA, and so they will put that in their appointment form. And sometimes that's what we talk about, but other times students come to us thinking that they need help with that one specific thing, and we end up having multiple sessions with them about strengthening their arguments, organizing their evidence, overall just building their self-efficacy and their confidence with communication. And I think the last thing that we've noticed over the last year is that students love getting feedback. And so they will bring in, if they have feedback from their instructor, they will almost always show that to the tutor if they're working on a project that has gone through multiple drafts and they've gotten feedback before. And so that would be, I think, a message for all faculty is that students do read your feedback and they look at it and they want um, sometimes they want help deciphering it. Sometimes they want help applying it, but they are looking at it. And so I think that's such an important part of our pedagogy is just to make sure that we are giving students what they need in order to move forward and be successful. I think that's a good message to tell instructors is that the students are looking at the feedback because I know as a former teacher myself, it can be super frustrating when you feel like your students aren't looking at the feedback and taking that into consideration. But, you know, it's good to know that they are and they're, you know, they want to learn, they want to apply the feedback and they want to be successful on the course. So that's And all they really want great. more. They also want more yeah. feedback. <laughs> they, de they deserve more too. 
So yeah, it's, that's a really encouraging thing. I think as a teacher myself, I'm like, okay, I, I, they're looking at this and they want, they want me to be doing this. So it's good. Well, our last question is how can instructors receive support from Vector? You know, traditionally we look at communication labs or writing centers as just for students, but you guys have mentioned, you know, throughout the course of this interview that there are a lot of ways that Vector can support instructors specifically. Absolutely. And so Vector is here for teaching support in the area of communication and research support. And so Megan and I mentioned that we have this really cool site in Canvas, the Vector Faculty Resources site. And we want to make sure that anyone who is interested in joining that space, um, just reach out to us. We'll make sure that we share the information on how to jump right in. But we have these on-demand resources that instructors can access in the area of communication. And during the academic year, so starting in August of 2020, we'll host monthly communication across the curriculum sound bites workshops as a part of our teaching pillar. And so if you're in Ernie and you search Vector, you'll find our teaching support site and we'll make sure that we link that and it lists our upcoming workshops. And we really encourage everyone, those workshops are open to faculty, to staff, to adjuncts, to full-time faculty. And we also wanna make sure that those who are interested in research know that Vector's research support pillar is really an exciting place. And so in that faculty resources site in Canvas, we have a list of all these really awesome association-approved uh, communication journals, which is helpful for those seeking publication outlets. We know that these are approved by the National Communication Association. They're great journals. Um, and right now, we also have uh, workshops that you can watch from last academic year. Vector and the College of Arts and Sciences Office of Research actually hosted a workshop series, and so those are available for faculty as well. I just feel like it's so comprehensive, and it's not even if they don't need to come to Vector to get help with communicating with their students, they can get help with their own professional practice, and that's only going to make the university look better anyway, because if you're published and you are working at Embry-Riddle, you know, that's a big deal, and that looks really good for us and contributes to our reputation of being the best, which we like. And I'm so happy for you guys and so proud of all the hard work you've been doing. It's super involved. It, it's so much more involved than I expected. So it's, it's really awesome. Yes, I will say one last thing that we do offer to faculty is that we have a writing group. And last year, we were really, really proud to say that members of this group, and there were, it was a small group, it was maybe 10 to 12 people per meeting, but we actually tracked for sort of accountability and support. We tracked the, the amount of time that members of the writing group spent on their writing projects, and we spent, we tracked number of words written. And last year, that group spent 187,000 minutes writing almost 25,000 words. And so that resulted in some publications. It resulted in at least one dissertation, mine, um, yeah. and Alex doing her comprehensive exams and just all of these things, as well as things that resulted in conference presentations and journal articles. And so if anyone's interested in that aspect of research support as well, we will be getting that writing group started again in the coming months. So you can reach out to us for that as well. 
I think one thing that okay. we miss that we must talk about is the support from CTLE. We are just thrilled to have your partnership. Caitlin, thank you. Thank you all your entire team for just being willing to be partners with us as we launched Vector. And in our first academic year, we just cannot say thank you enough for everything you all have done uh, to support Vector. Of course. And I mean, it makes our life easier having more resources to point our instructors too. It's just, it's just been positive. There's just a resource for everything. There's always something to direct the teachers to. So we really appreciate it because, you know, you're making our lives easier and you, you guys are doing the hard work. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That's all we have for today. And thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you have any questions or even suggestions for topics you'd like to hear in the future, feel free to leave a comment below or send an email to rctle at erau.edu.